Hey guys, welcome back to the Why This Do podcast. This is your host Shiv Jhalani. On today's episode, we will be tackling an issue that I think we all face at some point, whether we are aware of it or not. To help me out in this discussion, I have two guests on the podcast today, who are my closest friends. We have Pragyat Karna and Kanav Jain. Before I go any further, I want to say that this conversation is an understanding from our experiences of all the anxiety, loneliness, sadness, isolation and I think just being let down at the age of 16. These are loosely encapsulated under the term depression by us right now. I'm sure that our point of views will evolve over time as we do. Loneliness is defined by Google as sadness because one has no friends or company. But I think loneliness goes beyond a string of words. I think I think that because it's a feeling and what you're feeling cannot be described in words whether it be about love or sadness or happiness or again any emotion or feeling but when people talk about dealing with depression they talk about how one should speak up but i do understand that speaking up takes a lot of courage and effort and stepping outside your comfort zone when i was at a place in my life where i had no one to talk to it was a very strange place for me it was a strange environment and just seeing people not wanting to be friends with me was a little new to me seeing snapchat stories of people going to parties where i wasn't invited really affected me a lot i was so used to being in a you know a closely knit friend group that sitting alone in class and not having friends around me at all to talk took a lot of time getting used to initially i was completely against talking about it because i didn't really see how that would help at all but slowly i started talking to a certain number of people two of whom are here and i promise you that it became better and actually talking to people really helped in my own life that was i think the lowest point that i've ever been in and so for me struggling with it and dealing with it I think those were the two biggest steps I've taken and I am so glad that I chose to get back up and deal with it. I think I've expressed to the best of my ability what distress and an imbalance in mental health is to me. Pragyat, what do you think in your experiences in your words what do you think depression and sadness is all about? according to me depression or loneliness is more of a state of mind rather than actually not being alone completely you might be with a group of friends but you might still feel lonely because you don't have that one close friend you're close to or familiar with who you can actually discuss your problems with and loneliness is relative from person to person a lonely child might struggle to make friends in school or an older adult might be struggling to find a partner for himself or herself so it's it differs from person to person and you just have to come out of it one way or another you have to take yourself out of your comfort zone and you have to make it a priority to fix your mental health before anything else you have to start making face time a priority between yourself and people even even during quarantine you have to force yourself to come out of situations you may to go into situations which you may not be comfortable with but it will eventually help you in the long run you know what i feel about depression i think he, it's that people it's like you know how people tend to push people away 
start pushing each other away. They don't confide. They stop trusting. That's when they start becoming depressed because they don't really feel that the other person is like someone they can talk to. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think kind of you really hit the mark, and Prigat, you too, uh, with your points. But my question is, we spoke about loneliness coinciding with depression. Do you think money really? plays an important part in depression do you think um, i mean i know it di- di- as pragyat said it, it differs from person to person but for a person who you know what i say yeah sure. people with money they're actually more likely to be depressed because hmm. people with like actual money they'll be surrounded with fake people who want to be like them who want to learn their secrets who want to you know just try and cheat them eventually so they will be mm. and live off so, their success sometimes as well yeah yeah exactly and then i think you both so, so when these people uh, they're surrounded with such fakes as they call it now eventually they'll stop trusting each other they, they'll start having trust issues that's why that's what you know there are, there might be like separate factors for separate different people or the causes of depression but this might be a factor for them the people with money mm. they have more trust issues with people key who want them for their personality and not for their money yeah so, i think one example but, that we saw yeah. like right this week or a week ago was sushant singh rajput who nobody i mean it came i think it came as a shock to all of us i i was playing my game and i saw his face who was yeah. always smiling and laughing at interviews doing don't know what he was always jumping around and playing around yeah he always seemed so happy no one could no one could know what was actually going going on inside his mind yeah so, it just shows depression wears so many different masks and i mean i obviously i was a little you know disturbed by it so i started reading up on it and Uh, one of the biggest uh, one of the most likely reasons for his suicide came uh, came as because he faced a lot of backlash from the bollywood industry but the thing that's really surprised me was that he faced the nepotism but he conquered it he conquered it he still rose to fame and i think he still is known as one of like he is known as a yeah. really really good actor and despite all of that he felt like an outsider to the industry it's true he did feel like an outsider to the industry well i obviously i don't know him personally but i was reading this post that his best friend wrote for him on instagram so over there she said he never cared about all this and i do believe that i don't think he cared about this the only thing he must have cared about was his work so seven of his films were taken away from him so i think he was i was watching another of his interview where he said he he wants to live live in the moment he doesn't think about the past he doesn't think about the future but that moment was taken away from him seven times so he lost all hope i think he didn't know what was ahead what was what he could expect from society what he could expect from the industry yeah. if he will get more work he was just, he wasn't happy doing he wasn't happy not doing work so i guess we can't really come to any conclusions but from my perspective something dear to him was taken away from him not just once 
not just twice but several times. Yeah. So I think that must have really cut deep. I think what we have got to stop doing is making judgments on his scenario on the basis of the facts that the media is providing us with. I think he may have been going through several different scenarios and several different problems where he thought this was the only way out and i truly am if that is the scenario i truly am sorry that he was put in a situation where he felt like that in my experience as i told you before i felt the best thing to do was to get back up and although i'm not saying anything against him i he may have gotten up as many times as he could but i just wish that he would have i just wish that he would have taken the decision taken the effort that he was putting on killing himself to actually solving his problem except except for being an actor he was also an enthusiastic sci- he wanted he was very interested in science earlier in november of the year he made a list of 50 dreams he wanted to complete hmm. and one of the 50 was he wanted to visit the large hadron collider in switzerland yeah which shows that bollywood wasn't everything for him so probably it just all the all the hate and the nepotism from the bollywood industry got to him and it control other areas of his life as well yeah but as you just pointed out i think you made a very interesting point that where you said that he had dreams beyond the bollywood industry and that leads me to think that it maybe like we don't know we don't know none of us know him personally but i think th- there could have been other situations going on in his life that none of us that nobody knows about and maybe that's what led to him eventually giving up okay shiv so i was uh, listening to this podcast where yeah. mike may that Yeah. was talking about drug addiction so yeah. he was talking about how he, when he started taking help like you can you can use the same analogy with people who are depressed they won't try and talk to anyone they they will try and they won't instantly try and confide in people because initially their thoughts are ki they don't care they, they don't care about me yeah why should i force them to talk to me and everything but like when they're right at the bottom when they start climbing up that's when they start seeking help so we can probably just assume that he sushant singh rajput was back like in the deepest the deepest point and one of the most heartbreaking things was that he acted out in a in a film called chichore which talked about mental health and i just i just hope that he would have put some of the words that he said into that film actually thought about them and a lot said, there are different causes of depression in chichore the kid was a high schooler like us who who's most more likely to be stressed and face pressure from his parents in the society mm. to mm. get into a good university so that's when the expectation exceeds the ability yeah that's when depression occurs in like high school students like us yeah. but the other times most of the time it's like when some it's either the person is neglected by others or he starts neglecting the others hmm. because he has trust issues or whatever due to past experiences but i guess that's how i understand 
mm. depression that's how it was seen mm. or going back to the earlier point where you said that most of the millionaires are depressed i i that maybe that may not be entirely true because a lot of where they've reached and people with money are very ruthless otherwise and maybe the only thing which makes them happy is probably money only and in a way then money can cure depression because people who have reached in such positions or often let go of friends family just because they want to live their best life through the yeah. money they spend yeah like some, uh, someone may have different priorities let me ask you this some day you got everything in the everything in the world you ask for you got money you got a lot of you know nice holiday homes whatever you got a lot of nice cars but then do you think that will sustain or will you eventually desire for more which you will not be able to get fulfilled and that's when you start getting depressed again i never said that was a correct way to live life and there is no correct way to live life but for them that's maybe what they want and eventually they'll want so much that they'll never have someone else to enjoy it with like you might have the best houses in the world but then you don't have anyone with you to live with them in you don't have anyone to share the same house with you yeah so i it's it it's relative from person to person yeah i think that i think the biggest conclusion of all of this is depression varies from person to person i can be uh, someone can be depressed about uh, money some uh, a homeless man for example may if he gets a million dollars and he is depressed it may really lift him up and give him the push up that he needs i think for a millionaire finding his one true love may get him out of depression and what i think we failed to do for sushant singh rajput was give him the love that he deserved and although he did have his fans i think there was in his life i think there was more hatred toward him than love and that's one thing we really really need to start working upon and changing upon i think 2020 has been the most influential year of my 16 years of life because it has made me realize the importance of everything around me it has made me realize the importance of all of you and i think 2020 time and again has just showed us that we need to be nicer to people and we need to spread love and not hate i cannot emphasize this enough i think we really really need to keep lifting each other up instead of pushing each other down and most of all if you feel depressed i'm talking to you the listener or someone you know just remind them that they should list on all the things they're grateful for that might give them a little bit of hope to keep on going it's not the time to give up yeah. you have to move on you you have to learn to deal with it and under knows a human should not be put under a circumstance where he is even weighing the options of a suicide that is firstly that's not an easy way out your problems are much bigger than killing yourself that is not going to help you it, it will cause immense pain to your family it will put your burden on your family exactly. i don't know where i read this but i saw this on the i heard this but it was nike when you when a person commits suicide he's not ending the pain there he's just passing it on to the others which is not a good yeah. thing you should end the pain you should break the cycle you should be grateful you should 
Yeah. Everyone should start being grateful for what they have and they'll never feel sad. Yeah. You need Just be good and do good to others. You need to build your resilience against any you know any challenges that life may throw at you is another saying I've heard. I think this episode has a lot of metaphors and sayings, but I think it is a very, very yes. important topic that we need to discuss. What I researched was that another way where what how depression can be cured is through the functioning and how a, a neurotransmitter in our body works is called serotonin. It's in our brain and it's a chemical which contributes to the feelings of well-being and happiness. So a low level of serotonin, which probably occurs in people who are depressed, calls, makes a person feeling in, anxious, low or depressed or feel irritable or aggressive. So what serotonin basically does is suppose, suppose you are on the street and you see someone helping out an old man or woman crossing the street. What serotonin does is gives a boost which makes you feel better. The person, you who are watching, who the, who the person is, who's watching, the person who's crossing the road and the person who's being helped out all give you this boost. So using this, a person can come out of depression essentially by just helping out people or just by donating to, or helping out in a charity or just things which will make you feel better without you realizing it. So after you help out people, you must have realized you'll feel a feeling of happiness. So your mood is just lifted. So something which I, this is something which I found interesting that how even if you're not performing the task directly, how if you see someone who's actually performing the task, you actually feel better. That's really interesting. And I think that links back to, I think what we've all been taught from, like, at least I have since when we were younger is that you need to surround yourself with the right people. And I think if you have nice people around you and if you surround yourself by the correct people, I think doing that, I think having the right people around you also really helps out uh, with, as you said, depression. I feel that not exactly having the right people, but pushing away the negative and the wrong people is equally yeah. as important. Yeah. Yeah. I think how do you define that? Because you I can't judge a person, person if he's like perfect for you. If he's not negative or you don't enjoy his company, then you can, it's correct to yeah. not have him as a part of your life. Kind of, you said, you asked that, how can you differentiate between the nice and the bad people in your no, life? No, uh, you just say that people should, uh, one should always surround themselves with the with nice the, people. Nice people. Okay, so how would you define the nice people? I think someone that makes you feel good. I think someone that who you, in, as Pragyat said, whose company that you enjoy. I think someone who you like being around and can be yourself with. I think that's what I mean and that's my personal definition of a nice person I would surround myself or, or someone for example I mean it might be a vague definition but like you can go from situation to situation so suppose you got a promotion so someone who is nice will be the first person to congratulate you will yeah. feel happy for you yeah and will make you feel better about it they do that out of spite, but if it's genuine, you can probably you see can it. You can make out, yeah. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, a negative person would just either ignore it or feel that he should have been the one who deserved the promotion. And this is why from there, you just get to know who you need to surround yourself with. But, okay, tell me, see if a person is surrounded with the bad people that you're talking about, and they're the only friends that the person has. 
how do you don't you think it's really difficult for for the person to just get rid of those bad people don't you think that's a difficult task for him yeah how, but how do this how do you take this major step of actually pushing those people away and actually try and find the nice people because essentially he is pushing pushing the people away who are making him sad so he'll eventually be depressed because he will feel alone but you so just said that he you just said that he is pushing away the people who make him feel sad so if they are making him feel sad pushing them away won't that make him happy it will see it will make him happy in the long run when he finds the good people but pushing the uh, bad people away and then being lonely for, because he won't have anyone to go to them. yeah of course and as pragyat said you do, you do need to come out of your comfort zone at times to do what's better for you in the long run and i think and although people like i know for a fact that sometimes you may not see the long run very clearly but you really need to push through the problems that you're having and really really tackle them in the correct way and look out for your future self yeah going back to the point i made earlier i i said that loneliness is a state of mind so maybe if you go away from those negative people who influence your thinking and make you feel worse you will actually feel better but then it depends from a situation to situation i haven't personally been in this situation but someone who has been has been my friend shiv salani over here um so basically i think i'm i'm by no standards the person who should be talking about this but because i'm fortunate enough to have this platform i think i will talk about this personally i think 2 3 years ago i was in a situation where i was kind of feeling a little you know lonely i was the kid who was funny to laugh at and it was a really new territory for me i think i was so used to having good friends uh, around me that i was really caught by surprise when i saw myself sitting alone in class or not having anyone to talk to and so the first few months really really were a little hard and slowly i kind of you know started understanding a way to tackle the situation dealing with it um and instead of being you know sad about everything i would just join in and laugh with them instead of letting them laugh at me and promise to god i swear it became better because i think my real friends really started seeing me for who i was and i think it started becoming better and better and it was one part of my life that i was really really glad to get over but i'm also really glad that it happened because it's in the most cliched way possible it is what made me stronger yeah so as i said it depends on situation to situation how you come out of this so she said he just died for there and joined joined the laughing and he has become friends with everyone who we talked about over there so i mean or someone else who doesn't want to be friends with the, those people will find a separate way stop talking to them he'll find a new group to talk to yeah. he'll force himself to be more active and go go out talk 
interact with more people help the needy so it really depends from what a person can do in that particular situation yeah and i think i don't mean this in any sort of way i am no role model at all but i think we all need to build resilience towards the problems that we are facing i don't think as i mentioned time and again giving up should not be an option for anybody as kind of said again suicide is just passing the pain it is not an option it is not an easy way out for anybody and you know i am sure if you think you have nobody to talk to i am so so sure that you the person who's listening has someone to talk to and if you don't i swear i, I promise reach out to me on instagram i will talk to you and i just really want to emphasize the fact that please do not give up please do not give up it is i think that's the worst thing you can do because it means that you've accepted defeat and don't get me wrong i'm not saying that's weak i'm saying suicide does take a lot of courage but it's not the right courage it is it is the worst thing you can do to yourself okay very right here especially in this time where people are feeling cut off from each other because of quarantine whatever even if they're not seeing the people they were just friends with because they just saw each other it does it it is having an impact on them i'm sure it's having an impact on you it's ha- having an impact on me yeah. so the best thing anyone can do is keep themselves occupied because quarantine is the worst for people with anxiety and people with you know panic attacks because they one of my friends told me ki what they do is ki they have to keep themselves occupied with actually like di- people with diagnosed anxiety in this quarantine the best thing anyone can do is, is keep themselves occupied and as i said be grateful for what they have i'm sure that will help and if it yeah. doesn't shiv's right here i'm right here pragyat's not there on instagram but you can see right here even him i guess <laughs> yeah he is right here but you can always try uh, if you're listening to this you can you can that means you can relate to what we're saying or you know someone who can relate to what we're saying and so if you, you and person, sorry try and reach out try and get help because i know it's not easy in the beginning but it is the right thing to do sorry kind of interrupting but if you know somebody who you think is not their usual self these days or just generally if you think that they somebody who's feeling sad i beg you i honestly plead you to reach out to them and talk to them to let them you to let them know that you're there for them because you it may just be a phone call for you but it may just save their life for them and listening to us three total strangers talk about depression i'm assuming you don't know me but it it may not come across as you know personalized but I promise you I promise you there is someone around you and if you know someone who is going through this please 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 reach out to them Guys I think it's important for people not who are not necessarily going through depression or going through a sad phase in their life I think it's necessary for all of us 
to maintain our mental health that's not something we're taught in school and we really i think for starters we need to integrate that into our school curriculum but that's a separate topic altogether just like your body needs exercise to stay fit your mind needs to stay fit too kind of can you tell us some activities that you're doing to you know maintain your mental health or maintain your sanity during this lockdown so i've actually been doing a lot of stuff so i i'm actually i guess i'm ready to open my own restaurant now i'm not <laughs> going to like actually cooking i start gardening and reading about plants a bit and while well, i've been playing games i play hate to say it, but i still play fortnite with my friends every day and i watch movies on netflix and of course to keep myself occupied not just these are just this is like my break time because i am working i am studying for my school i am working out one hour a day so that does help me stay sane i guess but what we've talked about right now is just like what other people must have heard before as well so what is that that you can add to it from either your personal experience which is not true about just general quotes and general some of them any of them yeah. just what can you say about them what can you you know counter them with your how can you counter them by your experience lot of things you said which are can be only done alone like gardening is your own hobby with and cooking to a large extent also is for yourself also but for according to me you should still maintain your the social relations which you had pre lockdown which could help you stay, stay sane as chef put it and actually setting a routine every day so that you can you just know what to look forward to you don't need, you need to find something to do all you don't need to find something to do all the time yeah. just make a list of everything which you wanted to do before like you have all the time in the world right now you can just make a better version of yourself and you can come out of this better than anyone else kanav you said something really interesting you said that what are we adding that people haven't heard before and i think i have talked about my personal experience with a sort of sad phase of my life and i just want everybody listening to know that as i have said time and again in the podcast please please do not give up you always have someone to talk to thank you guys so much for listening i know this episode uh, was very different to the previous ones that we've had thanks so much guys for coming on and sharing your opinions on this topic with me and if you made it till here make sure to reach out to us and thank you all for listening and i'll see you next week